Kim Swink is a self-taught independent artist in Los Angeles, California. Her paintings uh, primarily are in oils and acrylics. She holds the distinction of being the first solo artist to have her work debuted via Zoom in the Shockbox Gallery in Hermosa Beach, California. Now, before I go any further, let me say that I got so excited about having uh, Kim uh, do my podcast that we were talking for like 15, 20 minutes before I realized that I wasn't even recording. So hopefully I'm going to get some good editing in, make it seem like this thing was seamless. But uh, that first 15, 20 minutes was gone. Thank God, because we shared a few secrets that nobody should know. But uh, I'm going to be a little giddy to catch up with a good friend. Love talking to her. JLP number eight with Kim Swank. And those are like the fucking unicorns of you're in long you know it's Mm -hmm. like those are like the unicorns of any city so he had been in one for almost 20 years and so i moved in with him but i kept my studio and then one of his neighbors who he had known forever was leaving and i got on her lease as a roommate before she was leaving and i was able to inherit the space wow so this is my lotto win like this for real, like my living situation, my working situation is my lotto win. It's not easy because I live in Skid Row and mm-hmm. Skid Row, Los Angeles is a very soul sucking place to live. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of misery. That's what I hear. Um, yeah. But it's okay. Like the spaces are amazing. So, and, and to have a loft where we live and then my studio two doors down and to have it be a huge studio that I can just, do whatever I like spray paint on the wall. <laughs> like, you know, make a mess and do and have that kind of freedom where it's a true raw space, a true studio. It's it's so this is my lotto win, my living situation. Nice. And to have it and to have it I don't want to say it too loud lest the gods hear me gloat, but and to have it a situation where it's for artists and to have it be somewhat affordable, which is mm-hmm. not unheard of. So, okay, thank you, thank you. So good. <laughs> so, you, so you got stuff to win. Did, did you go to Los Angeles right after you left uh, uh, Mizzou? So after I graduated, I went to Kansas City for like six months, and then I just worked and I worked at this great blues bar. It was so great, John. It was so yeah, great. it was this like total juke joint blues bar oh. barbecue. It was like That's run by. Gift. Oh, this place was amazing. BB's Lawnside Barbecue. So I worked there for six months, and then I um, moved to Los Angeles uh, six months afterwards. And so that okay. was '96. So I've been here since 1996. '96. Wow. Was that the goal? Was it? Was the goal always Los Angeles? No. The goal was I don't. Shit. All right. Let's try this. <laughs> there was no goal. Like at that point in my life there was no i'm like i gotta do something i cannot stay here i gotta uh-huh. get the hell out of here uh-huh. um well but, but even but even in college you were you were you were a functioning camera person and i did a little bit yeah. in college and so it's it just it i mean that just seemed to be the natural progression of, of what your what your skills were so i mean I don't, I don't think a lot of us even like thought okay where is she going well i mean she's a camera operator she's going to one of the bigger markets to to do that and then you know whatever she's going to do after that yeah, I, well, I, it wasn't necessarily that clear to me, but it was the most logical kind of thing um, yeah. for me at the time. It but I, like I very, I quickly stopped. Like, I got here, started working in the film industry, mm-hmm. but then I missed acting. Did I you really? really miss 
oh my god, I miss acting so badly. And so I um, kind of started acting, trying to start acting again, started taking mm -hmm. classes. But you can't, you can't do crew work and work as an actor. It's, yeah. it's, it's just too hard. Did too you hard. ever, did you ever pursue acting? Did you? Eh, no, not really. It's, I mean, uh, no, I like had like some feeble attempts at it and whatnot. I think early on, I just, I got so scared. And so I kind of like, I kind of like, that, yeah. I convinced myself yeah. that I, that I, you know, and then I convinced myself I was no good and I didn't know what I was doing. And then it got to a point where I was like knee deep in other things. And so made it tangible not to do it, you know, but I always, yeah, yeah. I always, I always do the what if, and I always say, you know what, before I die, I gotta, I gotta do something. I gotta walk you, into somebody's office and just say, go ahead and do something. Cause I'm a fucking, I'm a acting snob. I am, I cannot watch. Me and my mean, wife will be sitting down do watching. Well, like my wife and I will be sitting down watching something. And then I'll all of a sudden say, all right, well, why would you do that there? That, that makes no fucking sense. You know, that's good though. Nothing, good. nothing yeah. to do with the, with the, with the story or with the plot, but it has to do with like, I, I guess like the, the, the mechanics of it or, yeah. you know, this is horribly written. Well, wait a minute. You can't bring that in unless you brought, unless you said something else, because that's not fair to do to the audience and stuff like that. I'm the, when I go, when I go to see, um, uh, shows on, on Broadway or off Broadway, I'm like looking at the lights. I'm looking at the, the, you know, like where everything is set up and I'm looking at the depth of the stage It's okay, well, maybe there's something coming back over there and like stuff, you know, like I'm, I'm trying to say, okay, well, how are they going to pull this shit off? And, and is it going to convince me, you know? That's not a snob. You're not a snob. That's, that seems like a snob to me rather than no. say, because my critique is always just shut up, sit back and enjoy the damn show. But I can't. No. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. It, I can't. It, no, you're a professional. I mean, that's, that's, that's what you do. You can't, it's hard to turn that off. I don't turn it off. It is hard to turn it off. And what's hard to turn off is like when, when everybody thinks um, something is great and you're like, nah. No. You, you what? You didn't like Hamilton? I no, I did like Hamilton. I did. I love Hamilton. <laughs> but I also, but I also saw Beetlejuice, and I was, <laughs> I was like, oh, what the fuck is? <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> I think it was like a whimsical thing. It was like, hey, you want to go see Beetlejuice? Like, uh, all right, you know. I mean. Just saying. That's <laughs> you know, that's what it is. I did like I did like Hamilton. Though. I was lucky. I got to see uh we got to see the uh the original cast. Oh, I'm so jealous. I'm we so got to see jealous. the original and I got it at um like right when we 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 belong to the to the public theater. Mm -hmm. And so uh we would go to the public theater once in a while. And so if you belong to the public theater, you they gave you tickets for the um uh, for the pre um, for the pre release, excuse me, because they reviewed it because they reviewed it at the public before they put it on Broadway. Oh. <clears throat> we got it. The tickets were like one hundred and twenty bucks, and we were like, you know what? Nah, we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna do it. We're not gonna do it. So we didn't do it. It turned out to be this huge freaking thing, and as time was going on, and one day I'm just sitting there, you know, looking at seats and whatnot, and I see these two seats for like like 200 bucks which is relatively inexpensive. Res and so I like I like snap I like snatch them. I didn't even think about it. I just like grab them. You know, and then now it's 
you, you know, you need to sell your kid to go if you want to go see it. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, no. if you're not, if you don't, if you're not, uh, you know, not in the land of COVID anymore. But now it's on, yeah. on, now it's on Disney. I haven't seen it yet on Disney. You um, haven't? I have not. I want to watch it just to see what that's like. I just want to see what that is. I think, have you, have you seen it? Like. Yes. Okay. Okay. Did so you I want like to see. It? I did. Okay. I did like it. I did like it. You saw, um, it, in, saw it in LA? Yeah. But I want to see what it's like on Disney. Um, just to see how that translates. I watch a lot of National Theater Live. I'm that kind of nerd. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, and I think they do such a fabulous, a fabulous way, way of um, making theater on a filmed format seem live and energetic and engaging. Yeah. And it's hard to do. It is very it's hard to do. Because you can't, you can't replace the live experience, but they give you something else. No, you can't. And that that's okay. You that's, can't. I, I I hope I hope we figure out a way to make to make that experience more accessible because I think that's a I think that's a valuable experience to have. And if it's going to and if we're going to do it on a digital platform, if we're going to do it on you know an online platform. Uh, like you said, it's very, very hard to do. But I think if we can do it, I think you would actually bring more people Absolutely. into the theater. I think Absolutely. you're gonna. I think you're gonna get more people who, who are gonna see it uh, on an online platform and then say, "Hey, I want to see this show when this. I want to see you know, what this, is this like. show comes around. You know, because I'm listen. I'm just like anybody else. I'm trying to get the. I'm trying to get the free, uh, freaking discount seats. You know, anybody else. You know, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not forking over big bucks to go. To, you know, to go see a show. You know, we uh, we got um, the Lin Manuel Miranda's show before in the Heights, which I'm uh -huh. which I'm a huge fan of. I'm one. Of, mm -hmm. I think in the Heights should be one. I think in the Heights should replace Chorus Line as like the standard like New York oh. show. You know, to me, because it's like a, such a quintessential New York show. It needs to like stay in New York, and it needs to be in New York. At the, you know the whole time. But we actually, my wife and I, we won lottery tickets to go see that thing, and we we saw. Oh, it for, nice! We saw it for like twenty bucks. It's awesome. This is my eyes like falling out of my head. Twenty bucks. Kill. It was like one of those things. Like we I've just never went. Seen it. I would kill, kill. Oh, I love it. I, I, in many ways, I like it more than Hamilton, because I guess because it's recognizable. Wow. So there's so there's some of the yeah. it, it actually references like real things, and so. It's more recognizable to me that way, you know, me being in New York, you know, as a uh, as a counter to that, I was I remember when we went on vacation in uh, in uh, Miami, we saw the first touring company do it at a regional theater in Florida, and it just it just didn't mm -hmm. work. It just didn't, didn't work didn't. because you have yeah you have like the references didn't make any sense in Miami, Florida. They tried to change some things to make it more uh, like you know, responsive to like locals and stuff. And it just didn't, you know, it just didn't hit. And it was then that I realized, oh my God, if we do this, if you just keep this in New York, just make it, just, just make it an all time New York show. I think it would be great. But that's me. I, I, I haven't seen it, so I can't uh, chime in, but I understand what you're talking about. And yeah. I'm just sad that I haven't seen it. Cause that was, I, I read about it. And I think you'd like it. I think you'd like it. I think you'd like it. When when you put your what are you working on now? Are you working on anything now? 
I am working on um, a couple more pieces, pieces that I didn't get finished for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, the gallery is, so what I'm doing for COVID, because of COVID, um, I'm, I'm, because we couldn't do a proper opening while the show is up till the end of the month, I'm going to the gallery every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way I can see people. I have the time. I, I can. Um, so I can see people who want to come and make appointments and I can talk to them since we didn't have an opening. Nice. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's important. The gallery is, in, is a little far outside of LA. Um, well, it's not really far, but if you have to drive uh-huh. anywhere in LA, yeah, it's, you, it's far time-wise, not distance-wise. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. So, it's in, in so Hermosa Beach, make, right? Yeah, it's in Hermosa Beach. So for people to come, I want to be there to, you know, say, hey. I, mm-hmm. I appreciate it and I know you couldn't come to the opening and talk to me so but while I'm there I'm painting so there are pieces that I didn't get to finish for the show um, okay. so that I'm that I'm continuing to work on so that's what I'm doing um, and I'll keep making work I don't have any other shows after this mm-hmm. um, I'm there were, there were some stuff supposedly some art fairs that I was going to have work be have work in in December, we'll see if that happens. I don't know. Okay. Um, and the film industry is its slowly starting to happen again, but California is... Pro- My gut is telling me that California is going to shut down again, or at least Los Angeles is. Yeah, um, your, your, your governor and, and mayor kind of... They're, I don't know what's going on. They're kind of... They seem kind of goofy. I mean, I, I can't speak to what's going on in, in, in California, so, so I can't say... But it's, it just—it seems like 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 they're consistent inconsistencies. Every time I read something, yeah, it's like, well, wait a minute, you you just said this yesterday. So what what you know? My feel is this: um, I feel like what they're trying to do is they're trying to get us to shut down as much as they can without uh, g- giving a shelter in place, so that way the government is not liable or the government doesn't have to support us. And, you know, yeah. that, I, I don't know exactly the logistics of how that would work. So, so I'm not articulating it very well, but I feel like they want to do everything for as, as much as they can to get us to stay at home without issuing an order that then they would have to supplement unemployment or right. offer some kind of other aid because we couldn't right. go out and earn a living. Right. So that's what I think is happening. And I think it'll keep happening. I, I really feel like L.A. is already back in the red. And they're just waiting to see how long it's going to stay there. And if it stays there long, then they'll then Garcetti will shut us down. But who knows? It's so it's it's so it's horrible. It's it, it's it's weird here in New York too because it's it's like it's it's like everything that that seems to be positive, they want to take a tremendous amount of credit for. But anything that's negative, they try to they try to. Um, they try to diffuse it to other people. Like one of the things that Cuomo gets, yeah. uh, Governor Cuomo get. I mean, everybody's praising Cuomo. I, 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 I think he's a borderline tyrant. That's, but that's, just, but that's me. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things he gets criticized for is one of the things he did uh, at the beginning of this is what that he mandated that uh, that nursing homes that had space had to take COVID patients. And so, what? yes. Yes, <laughs> that's fucked up. He signed. He he he, he tried to say that. Uh, I that, didn't know that. Yeah, he, he's trying. He tried to say that this was mandated by the uh, 
by the federal government, but no, because you, I, act, I actually have a copy of the executive order he signed to do it. So basically, if you had an available space, you are you are mandated to take in COVID patients. That's and so, right. So take the most vulnerable population you have in your society, yeah. in your nursing homes, and add the theoretically the, the sickest people in the world. Fuck, and match them gnarly. and match them together and just hope everything goes uh, well. And it yeah. didn't go well. Ah. It didn't go well. And so and that gets thrown in his face every time, you know, and nursing homes were telling him, said, look, this is a bad idea. It's a it's a horrible idea. If anything, we should be trying to be getting our patients out. Out. You know? Yeah. But oh. um, so so it's stuff like it's, it's stuff like that that happens. Yeah. You know, and and it's like it's, you know, the mayor and the I don't live in the five boroughs anymore. I, I live out in Nassau County. Who's they seem to be doing things a little bit more. Um, uh, they see they seem to be on point with doing things better. But you have uh, Mayor De Blasio, who's you know he he doesn't want people gathering, but he says it's okay to protest. And so it's like, well, what's the difference? Yeah. Like what's the, what's the difference between 150 people protesting and 150 yeah. people like uh, at a rooftop bar? Yeah. You know, so, yeah. so what's the difference? So if you're going to allow one, at least, you know, can we get these people an opportunity to make some money? Make to have a, make a living. Yeah. Yeah. So it, 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 it's weird in that regard. You know, it's, it's like you're saying one thing, you know, which side of your face are you talking out of? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. You know, and speaking on which side of my face I'm talking out of, you're going to be upset probably not as upset as I am because for the first 20 minutes that we were talking, I wasn't recording this. No, <laughs> you no, that shit? Actually, no it's okay. It's okay. I was warmed up. I like it. I need to warm up. I'm not my best. You don't need a warm Get the fuck out of warm up, please. I'm an old lady. I need double warm up. Come you on. are on your hot, what? Second glass of sake? No, just the first. Just the first. <laughs> Well, well, how'd you, how'd you, how'd you, how'd you get into sake? Cause you're like the sake queen. I love it. I don't know. Okay. So it's, Oh, I do know. Actually, I do know. That's a bullshit. So <laughs> being, being in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. we just eat a lot of sushi. That's just what is done. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of sushi is consumed and I always like sake. So, and we started going there regularly and they had a Japanese restaurant there that would serve sake by the glass. And so while we were waiting in line for our sushi, we were like, okay, fuck this. We're not going to wait here. We're going to go drink. So we went, <laughs> went to the sake. We went to the sake by the glass place. And I started mm -hmm. going down the list and drinking every sake on the list. And I loved it. And I used to be a really big wine drinker. Okay. Um, as most women uh, in their 30s are. Um, so <laughs> I, but once I got into my 40s, I uh, discovered that wine was causing me to wake up at night and I was getting mm. a little nasty hangovers because of the sugar and wine. Sake did not have that effect. Oh, so I could sleep through the night. I wasn't hungover. It didn't have the same kind of physi physiological effect, which is right, also right. a bonus and led me to drink a lot. So, <laughs> so, and then I started kind of really getting into it. We went to Japan a couple of times. And so oh, really? I, yeah, so I drank it there. I, I I never got a chance to tour 
a brewery there, which I really want to do the next time we go. We fell mm-hmm. in love with Japan. Like, yeah. I love I love that. I don't live there, and I know that as a woman living there, it's a different story. Um, I, I have Japanese female friends here, and are like, yeah, it's different for women. It's, it's still a very um, patriarchal society there. Okay. Um, well, 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 patriarchal in what regard? I mean, patriarchal in that... In the like, sense you, that women you, are... You're looked down upon and... Yeah, women are okay. essentially expected to be still to um, quit their jobs when they get married. And, um, you know, my, my, my specific friend, she was uh, in publishing and she would go to the meetings and meet men as, you know, she was meeting them as part of the meeting and they would just ask her to get coffee. And this is like in the mm. 2000s like this is mm. current this is not like it, it, it's it's still her experience was that um that there's still very specific gender roles and it's still very much the woman is expected to take care of the home and have the children and the man right. is expected to work um and single woman it's all of those you know kind of stereotypical things right, right. that we we've gone through here so and also, you know, there's a lot of things visiting that country as an outsider, as far as etiquette goes, that you're forgiven. It is a very, um, it's different living there. Um, the politeness that we so love and mm-hmm. the courtesy and the awareness of others and all of those things. Um, from an outside point of view, we're allowed, we're not, we're allowed to blunder through in our, in our way, um, probably offending tons of people, but... Uh-huh. But it's different if you're in that culture. So I, 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 I preface my adulation for that country with I'm aware that I am a visitor. <laughs> no. Oh, no doubt. I, listen, I, I visited Japan, too. And I, oh, okay, okay. I, I loved Japan. I loved I it. Loved I, was, it. I, was in, I was in the military, and I was stationed uh-huh. in Okinawa, Japan. Mm-hmm. And then we would go to, we would go to mainland, mainland Japan every once in a while. And I, I loved it. I mean... Now, granted, I was I was you know I was nineteen, mm-hmm. you know, so my experience was definitely a, a very very different than than a, than a professional person going there. But I absolutely love Japan, and yeah, I agree with you. Like like you were forgiven a lot of courtesies and kind of, of and and I was fortunate enough that I would meet, I met a couple people who kind of like kind of like ushered me through a couple things and said, hey, look, don't do this, don't do that, and and you're going to be just fine. I had to get a friend out of a drunken bar one night, which was kind of interesting. Yeah. <laughs> When a couple of Japanese guys are about to beat the shit out of butt of my friend. Oh, how did you talk your way out of? That? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I just said, I just said, look, he's stupid American. Just let me, you know, let me take him outside. You know, we're so, I'm so sorry. You know, and I, I think I, I think like I, I bought another round of drinks or something like that, and. International, you know. in, international. Uh, that works. That works everywhere. Everywhere. That works everywhere. A shitty dive bar in freaking Lower East Side of Manhattan, and, or a, a bar in in, uh, in uh, Tokyo, Japan. Say, so, hey, let me yeah. let, let me get this, and I'll, I'll take care of this. Let me take yeah. care of this. I'm, yeah. I'm really really sorry. I really really apologize. <laughs> I I think it's like one of the last. I think it's one of the last places where you can like have like legit like honest conversation. And uh, and get away mm-hmm. with shit, you know, mm-hmm. like a bar, like a cigar lounge, and maybe I don't know. I can't think of any other places, but where you just, where like you're called on for bullshit, but at the same mm-hmm. time, like you you know how it can get, 
mm-hmm. but you also are conscious of the fact that you don't want it to get there. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, yeah. like like we can you walk get into that a, line. You walk yeah, that line. like we're gonna walk like, this line. Yeah. We know we're gonna play this game, and and you know, yes, we could get into a fight, but we know we're not gonna get into a fight. I'm gonna make my point. You're gonna make your point. We're gonna agree mm-hmm. to disagree, and we're gonna have another a drink about it. Mm-hmm. You know, which is actually lovely. I wish our government could do that. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I <It'll> wish never, <laughs> never. That will never happen. Never. Because that'll mean you have to compromise on stuff. And nobody wants to compromise anymore. Nobody wants to compromise. Nobody wants to compromise. Everybody's right. Mm -hmm. You know, we're getting extreme on both. We're getting more and more extreme, like that uh, Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Yeah. You know, when it goes all the way up and all the way down. And, you know, we don't realize that when it goes all the way up, it's got to come back all the way the other way. And so, yes, none of this shit's going to, it's not going to go away. And I don't, I'm, and I don't know if you're one of those people. And if you are, forgive me. I'm tired of white people speaking for me. <laughs> I just, like, just stop it, please. <laughs> just, I mean, I say that because I know you're not. Really? You're tired of that? I just, like, stop it. Just stop. Just leave. I can, I, I know what's important to me. And I think I have a better grasp on it than, than, than you do, Miss Suburban Person. So just, <laughs> I got it. Just, I appreciate the help. You know, when we, you know, when we needed you, you weren't there. So when we were trying to get low interest rates on loans, you weren't there. When we were trying to say, when we were trying to say, hey, we can't open businesses in your neighborhood, you, you were nowhere there. Yeah. When we were trying to get our kids into better schools, you didn't show up. You know, so just, you know, either be about the things that we need to be about or get the fuck out of the way. That's me. Sorry. No. <laughs> I completely understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's interesting. Um, it's interesting conversations I've had with my white girlfriends mm-hmm. um, during this time. And I, I, I had a friend and she, she called me up when we were talking about what was going on in the protests and kind of everything. Right. She, was fr- she was freaked out. And I'm like, yeah, you know, violence is always disturbing, but I guess I'm not freaked out because I like, I don't know. Like, well, that, 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 that part aside, like the violent, it didn't, it really shook her to the core of the violence. I'm like, well, I understand. Like, I understand why they are violent. I understand yeah. why the protesters are violent and there are instigators, but I understand even if there weren't instigators, right. why, why this has now become a violent time. Um, so it didn't, she just was, she couldn't understand it. So we had this whole talk about it. And she's like, do you talk to your, do you talk to your friends about racism? And I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm like, yes, because it always is happening. Yeah. So there's always some racist bullshit going on. And I'm like, oh, that's, like, even my boyfriend, my boyfriend is German. Okay. And so understanding the racial relationship in this country for mm-hmm. him is he's like he doesn't understand it t- it takes him a while to understand the nuances and to yeah. like really yeah. he doesn't it shit that we've grown up with he he, he needs explaining right. so <laughs> i'm like no i'm gonna talk about like, but she's like i don't ever talk about race i'm like well well here you go right there 
that is look at that think about that that's and, right and right that sentence right there the fact that you don't ever talk about race yeah and that's that's what think about that and i'm gonna walk away um, that's it that's all we have to talk about today yeah. that's the lesson for today you never talk about it does she have a family does she have kids she doesn't have kids uh okay. she's she's married but she doesn't have kids so okay. she it's not you know it, she's not dealing with teaching others or you know that kind of thing she's you in know, her own little world a little bit it, it it gets it gets tricky because it, you know at the same time at and, and at the same time you, oh, don't you wanna... broke up john there back here okay it, it's tricky because at the same time you don't want to burden people with with like this almost like this mandate but, but you kind of like yeah you kind of like want to think that that's included in being a, a good person. Human? You know, that's <laughs> Human? Kind of included in the, in the thing. You know, I got a couple, I have, a, I've actually lost a couple of like Facebook friends because I didn't agree with them politically about shit. Um, and so they said, well, I'm sorry, I'm just going to have to unfriend you. I'm like, oh, right, well, whatever, you know, but a lot of them spoke about, okay, well, this is what I teach my son about how to speak to black people. And I was like, well, that's that's just as racist. That's just as bad. Yeah, like I'm, like I don't understand that. That's, like, what? right? That's just like like yeah. They were like, well, this is what you need to understand when you like you know when you speak to a black person. I'm like, no, this is the basics go a long way. You know, just like you know, being courteous, being a generous human being, being polite, all of that shit kind of like encompasses everything. And if you can do that. You know, you're kind of like 75% of the way there. Yeah, you might stumble on something here and there. And, and, and hopefully if you've established yourself as a good person, you know, most people forgive you for stuff, you know. And some yeah. people have personal preferences. What you know, my, my brother <laughs> said he was at work and um, uh, he had a colleague at work say, uh, so I'm just, I just want to, you know, break this out. Like, what do I, you know, what do I call you? Do I call you? I mean, do I say you're African-American or do I, you know, or do I call you black? And my brother said, you know what? Call me Mr. <laughs> <laughs> call me Mr. Whitfield. How about that? Let's start Just with call that. Call me Mr. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how about you be respectful towards me? I'll be respectful towards you. And then, you know. Just whatever, <laughs> you, you know, it, it can it can it can manage itself that way. There's no like there's no checklist. You know, there's no checklist. There's of no, shit. Yeah. There's no saying, well, she yeah. didn't, yeah, she didn't, yeah, she didn't rub my head, so that's good. She didn't do all this. There's no, there's none of that. <laughs> there is no checklist on being a good human. You're right. Yeah, right. I'm being a decent just, person. Just, there's no checklist. Yeah. There's no checklist. Do you, do you get, to, do you leave Los Angeles at any time? Like, do, you, uh, do, you, do you get away or? I love leaving Los Angeles. Um, uh -huh. <laughs> I love living in Los Angeles. It took me a long time to like Los Angeles. I'm like, Did it really? Like. Oh yeah, I hated it for the first like. But you were born. You were born and raised in KC, right? I was born in Connecticut. I was born outside of Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. Originally, yeah, a lot, a lot of my family is East Coast, um, and so I spent a lot of time there. But I went to middle school, and uh, some of elementary school. Most of my life, I grew up in Kansas City, mm -hmm. um, and you know, LA just wasn't you know i had i spent time in new york i spent time in chicago it, la just wasn't my idea of a city especially in my early 20s when right. i didn't know shit um <laughs> but i i got converted uh to los angeles and yeah. and the beauty in los angeles once i found things it took me a long time to find the kind of things that um 
that means something to me here mm. um, to find that because it's not on the surface. You have to find it, and it's here. I mean, the history of the city is amazing, mm -hmm. and um, the art that happens here. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff you have to get through to to find that. Um, but I did find it, and I'm I love living here now. Mm -hmm. um, but I do leave. I love to leave. I love leaving. <laughs> I think I love you know. I think that you're you're one of two people. I think you're you're either a person that like needs to be like in chaos and then have the opportunity to leave chaos, or you need yeah. to be you need to be a serene person that okay gets geared up and then you, you know you're going to be in chaos for this short period of time and then get just yeah. get yourself back out. You say I, I'm 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 that way. I'm the same way as you. Like I I can't. I've lived in many places. I can't. For some reason New York makes it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Other places, other places don't make sense to me. New York yes. makes sense. Now I love leaving it. I love leaving and I love exploring other things, but I always want to, I always want to get back. Yeah. You know? And that's, that's when I knew I liked, I knew that this was my home is when mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, okay. I want, I miss LA. I want to get back. You right. know, I want to, you know, when the smog and LAX and the palm trees and that heat, you're like, Oh, I'm home. And, that's got yeah, I know when you would like say, oh, smog and palm trees. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I'm home. I'm home. Um, but I always, this is actually the sorry. Go ahead, babe. Go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say this is actually this will be the first year. I made a promise to myself when I was like 24 um, that I had to leave the country once a year. Okay. Just for perspective. Just mm -hmm. for just for my mind, just for perspective, just to constantly just so I don't get complacent. Mm -hmm. um, this will be the first year since I was 24 that I have not done that. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, you got shit to do. You got. You got. I don't. I don't fill. anticipate. Well, no. I COVID. I, I don't anticipate being able to go anywhere because of COVID. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. How long did it take you? Like once you got to LA. What, what was that process like for you to be? Because now now you're a, you're, an, you're relatively an established independent artist. Yeah. You can say that about yourself now. I mean, I'm assuming when you yeah. first got I'm assuming when you first got to L.A., you didn't know what was you didn't know what was up. I didn't so, know. So that transition. I, remember my, I was actually driving by. Sorry. No, I'm saying that transition must have been dramatic. Well. What helped with that transition actually is working in the film industry, because when you work in the film industry, you go to a different place every day mm. and you're you're constantly moving around the city. So what helped me with that is the film industry, you have to. And that was before we had Google Maps. That's when we had the Thomas Guide and like like you got your little map at the end of the you know, that kind of stuff. Map and you turn so, and when you see the guy in the corner with the thing, make the left turn. So, and, yeah. and you do that. But I think one of the keys to Los Angeles is learning how to navigate the city. And when you know how to navigate the city and you know what the areas are, then mm -hmm. it becomes, then things opened up. And so the film industry really helped me as far as orientating myself to the city and then learning about you learn about different places. Like you're always in different locations. You're shooting at Griffith Park. You're shooting at the beach. You're shooting in all these amazing, you know, these studio, all of this. So you learn stuff. You learn so much about where you are that way. So mm -hmm. I, I was lucky for that kind of introduction. But that's different than establishing myself as an artist. That's kind of just establishing myself in Los Angeles. In Los and, Angeles, um, right. 
Yeah. Right. Which is, you kind of needed to, to me, I needed for, at least for me, I needed to do that first. I needed to feel like I understood the city before I could, um, you know, it was also the age where I was, um, before I could actually start working, establish myself as an artist. Right. Right. I'm surprised John Herbert didn't stay in Los Angeles. He raved about Los Angeles when he was in Los Angeles. Yeah. He, I mean, I understand kind of why he didn't. Mm -hmm. I think he got a little frustrated with um, the business here as an actor. Okay. And I think he, uh, you know, when he started having kids, having kids here, that's something else. Like, yeah. how, the schooling here and the school system in Los Angeles, unfortunately, is really poor. It's really, really poor. The UC system is good. Like, uh -huh. the university system is good. But the schooling system here is just shockingly bad. Yeah. So, unless imagine. you can afford private school, it unless you can afford private school, it, it, you know, it's so many i know so many you know middle class mm -hmm. people who just scrape everything they can to send their kids send to the private kids school because it's just so bad here yeah so i can see why john and gail chose to leave um because of that um mm -hmm. and th th that it kind of makes sense to me um but i know he misses it i know i know they both miss it actually uh it's a great it's you there's some the, all the stereotypes about it exist, uh -huh. but there's also so much other stuff about it that makes it wonderful. I can, yeah, I mean they're like they're like nuts and bolts of a place that you have to you have to become familiar with. Yeah. And so yeah, I mean I I look at it. I I was in Los Angeles like three days, and mm -hmm. it just it just didn't make sense to me. Of course, just, course. It, no, yeah, yeah. It, just, it didn't make sense, you know. And I and yeah. you know all that that New York and LA thing and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. but maybe that, maybe that was a part of it, but yeah, I'm sure when you, once you get to, to know the nuts and bolts of a place, then you can say, cause I'm sure for me, like I said, New York just makes sense. Like yeah. I understand it. I understand what this is. I understand why that's there. You know, and yeah. when I don't see something, I say, well, why is that not there? Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense there. And you know, you almost, you almost have like, like, like you almost grow into a place. You do. You, you do. Skin, you grow into skin's place. almost in there. Your skin's almost yep. in there. You're gonna be yep. in LA for the rest of your life. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna be in LA for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it that doesn't sound. That sounds great. Mm -hmm. I, I I say that I say that jokingly. Like leaving, I can't leave. But it's just, it's hard with this administration. Um, I don't know where else I would go. To be honest, I don't know where else I would go. Mm -hmm. I love california um the way the way i've got it now i can live as an artist yeah with a certain amount of security financially because of my day job which is very much here into the film industry mm -hmm. and have a little bit of a future i couldn't do that anywhere else so when i get older and i'm ready to retire and just the day-to-day -day life of Los Angeles because it is not a walking city. It's a, it's mm. unfortunately a driving city. And as I can see myself getting older, that being a problem, be me wanting to get out of it. Yeah. But until that time, probably not. I'll probably be here. You're going to retire. What, what retire? You're going to retire though. No, I mean, no, I'm like, 
I'm just gonna retire. That's it. I'm done. I could. I could. Hey, John, I could. If if I, I could. I could just go. I'm gonna paint and like not and just paint for me. Just paint not, for you. Okay. Like, just paint for me and not uh-huh. hustle and not try advertise. Not uh-huh. like and just travel and have a home base here. I would be. I'd be like. Yeah. Is that is that a different? I'm assuming that's a different mindset. Like when you're painting, like just for you. Like, yeah, how, like, like how many times? How many times does does painting for you end up being something that gets, you know, put up on somebody else's wall? Actually, it does. Um, it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's so hard to not be aware of your audience. You know, it's so hard. That's yeah. that's a big challenge. Um, or one of the things so okay so this is how i can i can talk about it so the work that you saw before that reminded of your of your school um those squares the kind of geometrics series that i did that was a really successful series that that stuff got on Mad Men, and people mm-hmm. really liked that and that was during the whole kind of modernism minimalist phase and people loved that i stopped wanting to make that kind of work i, I wanted to explore different things and do things more textural more gestural more immediate and People like I had collectors. I had people who were just like, "What the fuck?" Like, no. I still have people who are like trying to send me inspiration to go back to working in the way that I was. Um, and this new series is only just now starting to get its legs. Like the way I'm working now is just starting to find an audience, mm-hmm. and that's hundred percent for me. Like that's I, you know, people have been telling me stop using spray paint. Like don't, and and I'm like, I, but I like it. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do it. So it, it's starting to find um, the work that I've done for me is starting to find that. And for me, I'm lucky that my galleries are flexible and work with me like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm also lucky. I'm lucky that I have chosen to keep a day job. So I don't have to rely on that. And that, that right. day job, you know, the camera work that I do that allows me, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this all just for me and let's see what happens. Right. Right. So I'm not, I'm not as dependent. No, depending on making a brand, you got bread on the table, you got sake in the yeah. glass, and and so, yeah. <laughs> but did you like it? Did you like the sake, or was it? I you loved be honest, like I loved it. You did okay. I loved it, and I loved and I loved the education of it too. Like you, like, you know, because okay. you told me immediately, chill it, don't don't fuck around, chill it, and don't drink it unless you're ready to drink it. Like, don't drink it to like take a take a you know sip. So, oh, what is this like? And then put it back. No, don't drink do it. it. When you're ready to drink it, drink it. And I did that. And I did that one fight night. And I was I thought it was, I thought I thought it was exquisite. I'm looking I'm looking for Good. more. Good. I'm looking for more. Good. I'm trying to I'm trying to expand my palate. I'm trying to do more. I'm one of those guys that like if there's more than like two ingredients in my glass, it's bullshit. I'm not a co- I'm not a I'm not a cocktail guy. You know, I'm not a, you know, hey, can you make a great Manhattan or can you, I'm like, uh, just, can you just pour it in a glass? And if it's good, hey, it'll be, it's it'll good. Be good for me. It's good for me. Yes. I don't like, I, I, I can appreciate the cocktails. I can mm-hmm. appreciate the mixology. And I enjoy it every once in a while. Yeah. But no, I, I, I drank, I, no, I drink it straight <laughs> and maybe with a little lemon. That's it. That's it. That's it. I'm glad you guys enjoyed that bourbon I sent you too. I mean, I'm, I'm oh, I'm happy. Yes, just here. 
<laughs> we had so much fun with that bourbon. I'm glad that you bourbon liked did it. not last a week. That did not last a week. It sounded like it didn't last that really night. Good. It's delicious. It was a good balance between. Well, half of it didn't. Um, <laughs> it's a. It was a good balance between kind of smoky and that that yeah. kind of sweet bourbon. It was yeah. good. It was just well balanced. Nice, nice, nice drink. It's it, it's nice stuff. How many like I'm I'm assuming like in L.A. you got your you got your spots that you go to and then you got your. Uh, you got your bars that you yeah. hit up. You got your restaurants that you hit up that you, you know, decided, okay, well, I'm going to be here all night. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are the good spots. Absolutely. Those are the goods. We have a They're couple all... spots like that. Are they sake um, spots or not? Not all of them are sake spots. There's only, like, sake's only just starting to catch on here as far as it being, like, you go in and you drink sake by the glass. There's only a couple of places like that where you can do that here. Really? Um yeah, it's not. I think it's actually probably bigger in New York than it is here. It's bigger in San Francisco too, but I, yeah, I mean, it only, is in it is in New York, but I'm not. I, I mean, I, I I don't drink much sake, so I think the most sake I drank was when uh, when I drank the bottle you gave me. Nice. You know, so that was yes, nice, and it was good. That shit went down too. It was like, it's like smooth, I knew, like like when smooth. I when I drank it, I understood what exactly what you were saying. Like, look, chill it and drink it. Don't fuck around. Just, just drink yeah. it. Yeah. And I was drink drinking it, it. and I, I put it in these little small little things. I should have put it in a rocks glass, like you got yours. No, like, yeah, yeah, this is what I drink it out of. But no, but you do no because that's the traditional way to drink it. So I understand. But I, I'm completely untraditional, and people would look at me with, uh, like, oh, you blasphemer, you blasphemer. Nah. But fuck them. Those are the same people that don't want you to use spray paint. I know exactly. I'm gonna use it. Absolutely. I'm use it. And you found and you and and you found your you found your audience. You know, I mean, it, it it's kind of like the I'm same thing that to, happens. Yeah. It's kind of like the same thing that happens in in music. I know some people in the music industry who, you know, because of this um, because of this environment we're in, even pre-COVID, you know, because of the internet and stuff like that, they they could say, you know what, I can just put my music out. I don't have to do my music for yeah. anybody else, and I can find yes. I can find the people who appreciate it. And if enough and of will, those people yeah. appreciate it, then okay, I know it's enough to keep me going to do the next thing. And that sounds—I mean, that yeah. sounds like what you what you're experiencing right now. Like you found, you know, people saying don't do this, don't do that. But you know what? You found a niche in which people appreciate. People appreciate Kim Swank. Yes. So it's not Kim yeah. Swank doing this. It's not Kim Swank doing that. They appreciate Kim yes. Swank. And so, if yeah. it's Kim Swank, then I'm going to take a look at it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I hope so. I don't know. Thank you. Yeah, that I, yeah, that's a hard thing for me to say. Yes, that's the case. Because, mm -hmm. but I would like that to be the case. Yeah, that's yeah. the goal. Um, and I think you know, people do follow me, uh, follow my work, and whether or not they like it or not, I think that they they like it because I I am the one doing it. So I have a couple of people who I have one woman who consistently she's a collector. Like every year she buys a piece. Sometimes she had me do a commission piece uh, years ago. And then uh -huh. every year she finds something and she buys a piece. And and sometimes they're for a lot of money. Sometimes they're not. But, and she doesn't, She she's not a needy. Like she doesn't need, she just buys a piece. And I'm like, right. how did I get so lucky? Like that, <laughs> that, 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 that is a very, like, it's a, so lovely. That's so lovely. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. um,
I'm losing you again. When I lose you, I'm just going to stop talking. Till you come back. That way, when I edit, I can just cut out the dead space. Damn it. Okay. You know what you didn't have? You didn't have a full beard. That no, I didn't have a full beard. Large. I didn't have it a full beard. Good. I had a goatee. Thank good. you. I appreciate it. it Thank looks you. Good. I think I, I I do if I'm gonna tote my own horn, I do think I am more handsome now than I was when I was in college. Well, I thought you were handsome in college, and I think you're handsome now. So well, I appreciate that. I, Thank you. I don't I don't know if I can put a um a greater or less than a quantifier on, on it. That. Okay. I so, cannot because so, I I'll do that. But he, handsome both ways. And you look the same, like you don't look any. Oh, it's amazing. I don't see that. I don't understand that. You've, I mean, I, I, thank you. I appreciate you it. You look the same. Thank you. I appreciate it. I love you. But I've loved, I've loved you regardless. So that, that doesn't make any sense. You Like the second person that said that. And I'm like, something you're not, something you're not seeing. You know, something you're not seeing. I tell you what, though, I'm, I'm, I'm happier now than when I was when I was in college. You, you, my experience of you, I only have positive. I think of you as somebody who was, yeah, it's interesting. My experience of you is not how you describe it. I, 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 well, I, I needed, I needed that environment that I went to every day. You know, it was one of those things where like I was, it was that, that, that time was a lot of fun. You know, it was yeah, a lot of fun because you were you was spending like 18, 20 hours you know, with like the same group of people and you were doing like shit that you, you know, you thought you were changing the world and stuff. And, and, yeah. You know, and it was just, it was just fun and it was interesting, you know. Did and you then, go on to get your master's or your no, MFA? No, no, I barely got my bachelor's. I barely got my bachelor's. I, when I left, I left thinking that I had graduated and then they told me something that some class got wasn't accredited blah 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 and so i, I was think i remember this i think i remember i was actually like this. like three credits short of actually like John a, of, this, of yeah. officially graduating fuck. you know and i was like all right well fuck that i'm not you know i just i just i was i went on to do other things i didn't even think about it and you know a, a college degree wasn't even important and i actually recently yeah. i actually recently took an online course just to just to do it and finish it and get that degree and stuff like that. And I, and when I got it, I cried, believe it or not. When I got it, I cried. Cause I was like, it was like, okay, I finished this. I finished this thing. Yeah. I understand. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun time. That grad, that, that graduating class we had was a, was a, was an interesting group of people. It was a very was interesting, interesting group, group of people. people I yes. really want to get John Herbert on here because if you remember, did you graduate with us or because you were in a different yeah. department? You were in psychology though, right? Yeah, but I sat. I was in psychology. But you, but you were with us. But you were hanging with us. But I, I should have been theater. I should have been a theater major. So yeah, I, but I yeah. was sitting with you guys. <laughs> John Herbert was naked under his robe. You know, this, I right? did not know. That. Yes. No. Yes. He no! showed up. He showed up no! stark ass naked under his robe. I did not know that. Yes. And as soon as we get done with this, I'm sorry. 
I'm in my studio and it's dirty in here. No, no, no. Um, as soon as I as soon as I get done with this phone call, I'm gonna call him and give him shit. I did not know that. Yes, he did. I did not know that. I oh, showed up. My God. I sh- I showed up. I came there. I get, you know saw everybody. Hey, what's up? And I walked up to John and he just stared at me. He wasn't. He didn't even like you know say hey how you doing. He just looked at me. I'm like you all right? And he says, I'm naked under this robe. <laughs> Like you fucking lunatic. Freak. Oh my god, John Herbert. Oh, oh man. my god. Oh my god. I really enjoyed having him out here when he was here. Like yeah. I was going I was going through a really gnarly time when he was here. Like it was that was my personal period of like just I went, I don't know who I was, I don't know where I went. I yeah. went to some strange places and John was here and he just hung with me and uh, it was cool. And so I, um, I enjoyed having him here. We, he's we one, time. you know, th- th- this, I mean, this whole thing that I'm doing is, is basically just like, re- I mean, I, the name, I call this John's lonely podcast simply because I have, you know, I, I, I don't have any friends. I, I really don't have any friends. And the, and the people that I'm actually feel myself more connected to are the people that I, that I grew with. And there are guys like yourself and, and uh, and and I'm really I'm really 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 hoping I can get to do this with John Herbert because he was a guy that I really had a connection with, and uh, and after we separated, you know, we tried to like you know we tried to like keep it together. We tried to like you know email and text each other back and forth, but it just never, it, you know, it was almost like it wasn't uh, it wasn't fulfilling us like the way we needed to be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So fuck it. So fuck the whole thing. Forget it. Mm-hmm. You know. And um, yeah, so I'm 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 really hoping I can get a chance to talk to him because I I wanted I wanted I saw him once, uh, one time when I came back to uh, Missouri. I can't remember why I came back to Missouri, um, but I saw him once. Uh, met his wife, and um, yeah, just uh, he's he's just somebody that I just really want to connect with. Just want to get back in touch. He- Go ahead, you're blocked. I'll pour more bourbon. Nice. Um, <laughs> he went. Th- he went through his own dark period, but uh-huh. he he's all he's the same. You know, he's yeah. he's trying to he's he's trying to trying to do theater, trying to make art, trying to you know, trying to he, he's we, uh, trying you know, to do his thing. I think you know it's kind of like the curse of being a creative person because you you're almost like guaranteed to go through a dark period. Yeah. You know, you're almost like, you're you almost have like, to. I mean, yeah. I mean, you have, yeah, you almost have to be pushed to that point of uh, saying, hey, maybe you should, you know, you know, take that cyanide or whatever and just, you know, see, see what's up, you know. And I mean, I, I, I mean, I've no, I've done that. I've, I've had those moments myself, yeah. you know. And so it's, 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 I don't know. Like, I think you learn that life has chapters. Like, shit isn't, shit isn't over. You know, and when you thought it was over, you were just ending a certain part. Yeah. And and that's what I said earlier in the part that I fucking forgot to hit record on the damn uh, <laughs> on the damn thing, in which I was saying that yeah, some some aspects of that of that dude had to die. Mm-hmm. You know, so that so that this other guy can can sort of like grow. 
mm-hmm. you know, and so and and if I'd have, you know if I'd have killed that guy earlier, you know, maybe I could have maybe some different choices would have been made. But you know, things happen on your own time, and so you kind of have to you kind of have to like respect that process. Yeah, that's the hard part is finding the respect and not just going, "What the fuck were you thinking, jackass?" <laughs> like, <laughs> instead of like, "Yeah, I get it. Like, you fought. I'm gonna smack you. What the uh-huh. fuck was wrong with you? Uh-huh. How could you do that? How could you do oh. that?" Tell me about your boyfriend. He's he. You said he's from Germany, right? He's from Germany. Yeah, he's and he's Munich. a photographer. He's a photographer. Um, he uh, he moved here. He moved here when I was still in high school because I'm young. <laughs> He's a little older than me. He moved here he in 91. Checking you um, out the whole time. I've <laughs> uh, been with him for 11 years. Nice. Um, he, yeah, he, he's a still photographer. He does his own kind of fine artwork and he mm-hmm. does uh, editorial stuff. Yeah. Um, he does events. Uh, he does, he does all kinds of, you know, it's hard because still photography as a profession is a yeah. dying, so it's been dying for a while and it still is dying. So, mm. um, he's had to constantly reinvent himself. And so he's reinventing himself now and he's starting to do kind of, oh, sorry, a strange cat just walked in here. It happens. A strange Often. cat. Um, hey, yeah. Hey mouse. What are you doing there, bro? Come here. Don't cause a ruckus. There's a lot of cats here. Okay. Um, Scary. Hi, Mouse. Um, but so he's he's uh, reinventing himself now to do kind of, he doesn't call himself a cinematographer, but he calls himself a videographer because okay. that's what a lot of people want is they want, they want somebody, they want one person who can do it all and yeah. do it for, yeah. you know, the internet, do it for Instagram, do it where you don't need the whole crew and you're just kind of a one person band. And so that's what yeah. he's teaching himself to do. Yeah. That's good, man. Bless him. Congratulations. Can you, could you be with yeah, anybody else other than an artist? Oh yeah. Oh sure. Yeah. I could be with a scientist. I could be with a scientist. You be the scientist? I could be, yeah. I could yeah. be with a. You with an accountant? Yeah, actually I could be with an accountant. That would probably help me actually. <laughs> I'm not asking if it would benefit you. I'm talking about like a on a personal. Trust level. me. At this age, at this age, you benefit me that way. That's all. I'm like, I, you know, seriously, I've had, I've had all the wild times I ever need. I, what I need now is someone to balance my fucking four hundred one k. I mean, no. Tell me, should I get it out of the Roth and put it in whatever? You know, no. Awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome because I feel the same way. That's romance to me. I mean, I feel you tell me how to invest it. I, that's romance. I'm like, yes, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know what? But you know, my wife like figured out how to like double my return on my freaking investment. So can, can you do the same thing? I mean, yeah, you know, you can, you know, do that stuff with a golf ball. Okay, that that's that's all impressive. But I mean, I mean, can you cook? <laughs> can you? I mean, is there gonna be a steak in the in the damn thing when I get back? No. Okay. Well. Eh. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> nah. Unfortunately, I'm that asshole for him because I'm like, I don't, you know what I make? I make good reservations. That's what I make. <laughs> <laughs> I know where to go if you want, want that steak. It's going to be great. But no, it does, I'm joking. I actually do cook. <laughs> Can you go? Are, are, restaurants, yeah, a, are restaurants open in LA now? Takeout. They, they just, take out. They, 
Yeah, they had just started to do dining, but they closed that back down. So wow. bars are totally closed. Um, and only, but just for takeout. So what? What? What is it like? And I actually, I love. I, that's where a lot of. Go ahead, babe. Go. No, no, I was no, gonna, no, 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 no. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. What is it? What is it like? In like, is 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 what you're what they are projecting is, is that what you're seeing, in 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 the area where you live? You know, is is no. You know, because because what? Well, one of the problems that I that I've had is that some of the things they're saying we're just not we're just not seeing. You know, yeah. and and I know people who've worked in hospitals, and there's there's some there's some debaucherous shit going on, in uh -huh. in some of these hospitals in which they're like turning, um, they're turning. Uh, for instance, uh, there's this uh, bar I go to, and uh, it's right next to a hospital. So you know, a lot of the hospital workers come into this bar, and they tell us all the time that they have zero reported influenza deaths. Zero deaths from the flu. That hmm. is bullshit. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's bullshit. And what they're telling us is that the stress that they have has nothing to do with taking care of patients. So the stress that they have is trying to take something and turn it into a COVID valid case. Uh, and, and interesting. And there are people who are telling us that like um, they're having a hard time getting, um, you know, like a family member gets involved in, in a car accident, so to speak, goes to the hospital. Uh, he's DOA in the hospital and stuff like that. And they say, okay, well, can you, you know, provide us with the death certificate and stuff like that? And there's like this a tremendously long delay in getting the death certificate. And there have been a, a few people that I've I've heard of who basically said, "No, wait a minute. You said, you know, you have COVID here on this death certificate. No, he didn't die of COVID. This, this, you know, he he had he was in a car accident, uh, you know, and 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 it, and it's shit like that. And so, you know, the antenna goes up when when stuff like that happens, and it, you know, it always, yeah, it, you know, you you don't want people to get sick. You don't want people to get, you know, you don't." Nobody wants that, but at the same time, you want to be told the truth. You want to be told you know? the truth. Yeah. You know, I mean, absolutely. We're, we're, we're grown. We can, we can kind of figure this shit out on our own. You know, whether you want to wear a mask, whether you should go out, whether you should be with a bunch of people or not. We're kind yeah. of, we can kind of figure this shit out. You know, and I hate the fact that 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 people try to take that that from us. Yeah. And they're doing it with uh by by not disclosing what's going on and they're just yeah and it just seems weird creating just, this yeah it's just it's weird and i don't know we don't know what's going on we don't know what's going on and Absolutely. no i don't see what's going on and i don't trust um you know i don't trust our government to tell us what's going on yeah absolutely i don't trust it either and you know it, it's it's scary. I, you know, I don't see what they're projecting. I don't know anybody in my immediate world that mm -hmm. has gotten it. My yeah. cousin got. My cousin got. Yeah. You know, he's a distant cousin. It's not somebody I 
I know Greg very well. Um, and you, I don't see it. I, you know, I have a friend also who works in a hospital and right. I haven't talked to them a lot. He's a nurse, but he's just said that there's just so much bullshit that's going on. And yeah, it's so much yeah. stuff that we don't know. Like he just, just stuff that people are doing and saying and, and, and the way people are reacting. It's not what, what what's being reported. It, it's uh, there's there are going to be a tremendous amount of books in three years that we're gonna that we're gonna be reading, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna learn some stuff, and then I I hope so. I hope yeah. there's some clarity in three years about yeah. this time, and and I don't like I don't like that feeling as a citizen of the country. I like I don't like not knowing what's going on. I don't I want to know what's absolutely. It's it's very frustrating. It's frustrating. I think our government should be a housing of information, of housing of just abstract, honest information. And then you know what? We're we're supposedly free people. So we should be making these decisions, you know, for ourselves. Yes. You know, and if you own a restaurant and if you don't want to have people come in your restaurant, fine. Don't have people come in your restaurant. If you want people to come in your restaurant and they got to wear masks, fine. Go ahead and say that they should wear masks and, you know. Most people, most people get it. Most people understand that that um, you know these are in- intricate times, and people will respond accordingly. Yes, you know, we're, it, we're, we're grown. We're not. We're not. We're not. It, it, stop treating us like fucking infants, and and we can handle this shit. I I mostly agree with you, mm-hmm. but. I also know there are a lot of fucking idiots. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I think most people can't. Most people can't. And I've seen a lot of it. That's actually something I have seen um, is a lot of idiots and a lot yes. of people just behaving outrageously because they can't or because of dealing with stress or whatever. Right. And that is the sad thing for me is just. Yes, I, I, I grant you the, that. Yes outrageous outrageous behavior for the most part i do agree with you and yeah. i think that that's the right course of action but in california some of the stuff that i've seen people doing the protests not not the uh not the black lives matter protests but mm-hmm. um they were protesting um some uh some things that garcetti was trying to give the city but just the people the control things that garcetti was doing about uh coronavirus and okay people were just behaving violently and so over a public health issue and mm-hmm. it was silly it was it was really hard to watch that i don't I, yeah it's i i think we forget there's a lot of fucking people in this country that is something else like, and, <laughs> and so that is something else so there's a lot of comparisons to european country and i'm like the united yeah, states that's, is that, the that's not fair of, you can't. You cannot. That's not fair. The US. Yeah. No, we're, you can't. We're at least three hundred and fifty million people. You know, you can't yeah. compare us to you know, you know, to, to Germany, which has what Germany, 15, 20 million, oh, 88 million. Oh, Jesus 88 Christ! Million. But God, but right. but it has about eighty-eight million ish between eight. I would say between eighty and mm-hmm. ninety million. It's the size of California, roughly. That's the size of California. That's yeah. the population of California, roughly. Yeah. So you're looking at, you know, Germany is California. That's it. It's, okay. 
you know, that's one state out of 50 states. So yeah, we're, we're too huge, man. Maybe we should break this shit up. Just, <laughs> just, I don't know. <laughs> it just, it's I just, thought about that. Just, just a lot. I mean, if, if, you know, like, like, you know, let's say you like float an issue out to everybody else and let's say, you know, let's say 10% of people disagree with it. That's yeah. still like, that, that's still three and a half million people. A lot you know? of people. That's a, a lot, lot of people. people. And that's just, a that's, oh man. No, that's not, it's a lot of people. I don't want to be president. No, I don't, I do don't want to be president. Like no. Kanye, but, like, I mean, Kanye but, like Kanye do it. Don't <laughs> tell people to vote. No, do not vote for Kanye. Do not. Not even as a joke. Not even, no. Kanye. You don't want first lady Kardashian? I mean, kind of. That would just be really interesting. She, I tell you what. I tell you what. She, Kim Kardashian has become very, very impressive. Yes. She's become a very, a very impressive person. You know, I mean, she's kind of like low-hanging fruit, like, you know, to be made fun of. <laughs> but when you look at, when you but, look at, when you look at the fact that she, like, she built her business by herself, she didn't, she didn't get help mm -hmm. building her business. She built a business by herself and she has a platform of, of prison reform to which she's gotten, I don't know how many which people, but she's gotten a lot of people That's out of, out of prison. Out of prison. By using that platform, used her celebrity, yeah, she's using and I think, celebrity to do that. Didn't she like go back to? Didn't she go to law school now or something like she that? She started like, to go like, to law school. Like she's really like invested in this. Like this is like really important to her, you know. And so, mm -hmm. so that would not be. I'm actually more psyched about her being a part of, you know, the presidency Government. as opposed to yeah. Kanye. Because Kanye is fucking nuts. He's just fucking nuts. You know. I mean, sometimes he speaks some okay. truth, and sometimes, and other times you want to go, nigga, what the fuck you just say? Shut up! Just stop it! Just don't do this anymore. Knock it off! Just got it! I got it! Kanye, no! Got it! No, no, just no, no, where's no. the music? Just where's the music? God damn it! <laughs> oh my god! But and her fam and her family, all of her family would get like secret service. Could you imagine all those nutballs with freaking? Government, government paid your tax dollars. The reason why you didn't get your freaking commission on your damn sale is because your taxes went to freaking whatever fluffy Kardashian getting her damn fluffy security paid for. Detail, you know. But that would I, I mean that would not be too far out of the imagination. I'm sorry, like that. I could see that happening. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I could see that happening for real. Jesus. I have to say I have seen her in real life. Uh-huh. Um, she's beautiful. Kim I, I like she's stunningly beautiful. Like not that that has anything to do with prison reform, but it, she really is is just jaw-droppingly beautiful. She ain't no Kim Swank. Nah, shoot. I got my own details. <laughs> I have my own details. <laughs> How does when? Uh, what do we have to do to get uh, uh, freaking legal weed here in New York? Oh come on! Why don't you guys have it? I Why? don't know. What I don't get it. I don't like, get it either. 
I, in New York, what, who benefits from you guys not having legal? Weed? I don't get it either. And I tell you what, like cops just don't care anymore. They just don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. They've got bigger issues. They're like, eh, yeah, just go smoke whatever you're going to smoke. You know, as, as long as you don't have like a certain amount of shit, they're like, eh, just, just don't give a fuck anymore. You know, yeah. there's so many, there's so many um, uh, corner smoke shops set up here just waiting just waiting for the opportunity for like new york to say okay weed is legal i I, a friend of mine just moved here from brooklyn and so she just spent her first year here she'd been she'd been in brooklyn for over 20 years Mm -hmm. so she just she just uh got her first year in la doing the transition we just had our first conversation about the traffic like you know our first real like off the cuff traffic conversation like oh no 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 I take the 134 I don't I don't even fuck with uh-huh. I go 134 Magnolia blah 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 I'm like girl you're from LA <laughs> you just started talking that you can talk traffic yes where you're from now you can talk traffic that's right. same thing in New York if you start talking right. subway lines going. if you can talk traffic in exactly. LA then yes you you're 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 a lost you you're an L what an LA or Los Angeles an Angelino whatever the Angelino you go the 110 to the 105 to the 90, then you'd like, you can say that, then you're like, yeah, that was impressive. You beat that right now. You beat that cigarette. <laughs> but she, she's just like, I just can't believe it. I just go to the pharmacy on the corner, and then there's another, and it looks like an Apple store, and it's fabulous, and uh, it's amazing. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, why can't New York do this? I don't it's understand ma- why you can't do it. My my brother was visiting his uh his uncle in uh, L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were they, they had stopped they were in a car. Uncle started like lighting up. They were hitting a joint and whatnot, and all of a sudden a cop pulls up behind him. My brother starts freaking out. My brother starts going, "Oh shit! What the fuck? Are we gonna what are we going?" Yes. The cop comes over to the window while they're smoking weed, and the cop says. Hey, uh, you know, you're in a no parking zone. You're going to have to pull up like about, uh, you know, five, six feet up to that area there, you know. And they do it. And my brother goes, that's it? Really? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God. Yep. Fucking dis- like this. I just I, I need to well, I need to get back to LA because I want to get to a dispensary. I, and, and I don't even look. We I don't even love for you to come. I don't even smoke. Uh, this is another thing that like my wife corrupted me on because she, she's a smoker and I wasn't a smoker. I've never, I've never, here's another thing. I never smoked weed before I met my wife. Never. Really? Never. Never. I got my first, I, I got my first hit in the bar and I really, I had that like paranoid thing. Like everybody was watching uh-huh. me. Like everybody would watch me. And so I acted like a guy who was high, but I wasn't high. Yes. So I was <laughs> I was I was a very weird freaking dude for like an like 90 minutes. You know. And I don't and that's why I stay with liquor. Liquor's my friend. I actually I I will smoke weed every once in a while. Um mm-hmm. but I just either fall asleep or eat a pizza. And at <laughs> and the falling asleep, like, like the pizza will 
afterwards. I'm too old. Like the pizza, just like your body, my body's just like, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> um, but like, this is what I do when I'm I'm on weed. Every once in a while, like my my boyfriend is a, he's a he's a smoker, and so every once in a while he'll come with something that mm-hmm. he's like, I'm gonna try this. I'm like, no, 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 no. Um, and also, I'm a pretty average, so I don't like my lungs. Uh, it's not so bad. I quit smoking. You knew me when I smoked like two packs of cigarettes a day. Yes, you were a heavy uh, smoker. Yes, I was a heavy smoker. I've since I stopped that a long time ago and took up running instead. Um, but he'll come and I'll smoke something every once in a while, and it, I'll just laugh my head off. And I miss that. <laughs> it's great. I'm just, just like, and and that and like you know, you're someone. Everything's funny. We 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 sat there and we laughed at our cat trying to gum a fly, like our toothless old cat, like gumming a fly. For, for fucking an hour, like tears were like the Hoipling gums of fly. <laughs> like just, and I'm like, this is good shit. Like this takes away my concern about my fucking retirement investments. Like this is great. <laughs> That's it. It's over. We're done. But I I can't do that very often. So I don't. I I but I do drink, and I, I don't know why that just suits me better. Like that, I'm the same as you are. I I like to drink. And I can, I'm much more functional. I'm a functioning alcoholic. I, I think I am too. I think I'm a functioning alcoholic. I like being, I like being the lone old guy at a bar. And there's, oh, I, yeah. I don't know, there, there's something about that that's just, just, I don't, there's like a romantic thing about that that is oh. just, it just seems like fitting, you know, like I want to be the, the, the guy at the bar by himself, yeah. you know, like, I, I hate, I hate, and, and this, I hate this about myself because I'm, I'm, I'm old enough to know the difference, but I'm young enough to know that you're freaking harping on this shit a little too much. But like when like young people drink and they make such a big deal of drinking. Yeah. And it's like, just fucking drink. Just, just drink the drink, dude. Just, that's it. You know, you don't have to make an announcement that you're drunk or or act like you're drunk or, you know. I have the same thing about about women in wine coolers. Women just like. Do women still drink that shit? I I grew up <laughs> I grew up at the time when like women were drinking wine coolers and on their second wine cooler you you know you hear you go you go in the bar and you hear the woo and you know yeah, oh, okay well yeah, somebody yeah, just. Yeah, yeah. Somebody had their second Chardonnay, so it's it's like a yeah, exactly, exactly, or Skinny Rita or whatever <laughs> the Margarita Skinny Ritas. Fuck is that shit? Multiple Ritas. Skinny Rita, what the fuck? What is it? I uh, no, I'm um, talking about opening a bar that just serves like straight liquor. Like it's it's liquor and it would be so good, so nice. Liquor and liquor, so nice. liquor and uh, uh, soft drink or liquor and water, but that's it. We're not doing any of this other stuff. We're not doing this any. I don't like uh, like all this like cinnamon flavored like you know everybody wants to do fireball shots. I don't want my liquor tasting like anything else. You know, there's like a. Punish- I want my ice cream to taste like my ice cream. Yeah, no, my fucking dessert to taste like my dessert. That's right. My fucking cake. I don't need my cake. I want my liquor to hurt a little. Yes, exactly. I want it to exactly. Hurt a little bit. You want you want that reminder that hey, I'm maybe you sh- a drink. You're drinking a drink, and it's that one thing that like when you do it, it kind of like says hey, maybe you should stop. Yeah. You know. Like, ooh, 
it's like it's, it's like its own it's like its own indicator. It's like ah, maybe you're kind of hitting that spot. That you maybe you should put that down. But it's still nice, and you know. But I, I have a pack of girlfriends, and they love cocktails. And of course, they go to these bars where it's a fucking like a twenty dollar drink. And yes, there's all this. And not only is it a twenty dollar drink, it's a twenty dollar drink that takes twenty minutes to fucking pour <laughs> one drink. And I'm like, what? I could have had like two drinks for the same price in the time that it took to make your. Oh drink. Jesus, that's fucking horrible. And but I'm just like, I no. <laughs> me, when was the uh, when was the last time you were in New York? Oh God. Sad to say, it's been the last time I was in New York was pre 9 11. And that's oh, wow. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's been a really long time since I've been in New York. I, the last, um, my, my brother and I, we have a cousin who's, uh, who's from Australia who came and, who mm-hmm. came and visited. And he's kind of, he's a little well to do. He's got a, he's got a few dollars and stuff like that. He's got a few rich friends and whatnot. So he decided he's going to take us out. And when he comes to New York and, we go to this bar and each every drink is like 15 to 20 bucks and yeah. like a, a round of a round of drinks is costing less like a hundred bucks and so yes like my brother me and my brother say hey look we can't do this shit all night so i'm sorry we know a spot in hell's kitchen you should come with us there to a right spot right there right there yes we that know, phrase alone. You know a spot in Hell's Kitchen, and you're we like, got a spot in Hell's why Kitchen. Why are we anywhere else? Just why, why don't you just come else? here? And I said, look, we can't do this all night. I'm sorry. That's it. You know, if my uh, look, and and we're married, so my wife sees. Look, nigga, you spent four hundred dollars on fucking drinks. What the hell is wrong with you? I'd get crucified. Yes. So we went to the spot in Hell's Kitchen. We went to the spot called uh, our favorite bar is a place called Rudy's. It's a, I mean, you can get an $8 pitcher of beer and then, and then shots really? and stuff. I mean, look, 20 bucks will get you lit for that freaking night. So we took them there and we got them drunk like all night and they were like, oh my God, this is such a great place. And we're like, yeah, look, this might be great, but I'm not spending 20 freaking bucks on a drink. No. You know? No. There's some bottles no. I won't spend 20 bucks on. Yeah, I know. I know. I will spend 20 bucks on if it's a real, like, because I'm a fiend, if it's a rare sake that I really want to taste and I, I, like a glass of it, I will spend 20 bucks on that. There's a okay. couple bars where, because of the ex, the export, whatever, I will spend 20 bucks on that. Understood. Um, but I won't do that right. Like, like I, that, that's like a special occasion, one time thing. Absolutely. Like if, but, Somebody bought it's that wall. The, somebody bought that the wall size picture. Somebody bought that. You, you're getting. And it. I'm like, <laughs> but like, so we have a couple. Like we have a dive bar. It's kind of a dive bar. It's not really, really a dive bar. What sucks about downtown LA? Okay, when I first moved to downtown LA, you could still find real dive, like real dive bars. Okay. Amazing. You can still find them in East LA. There are a couple of spots in East LA that are like real dive bars, but. They might they might be even too divey for me, which is saying a lot. Um, no, really? Yeah, they might be even too divey for me. Um, and there is actually one in Skid Row that I just won't go in because it's it's. it's just, I just, but I would never go to a place in Skid Row. You cannot. It's just not. It's called Camper's Corner. 
And it's, it's, uh, I've been tempted. I've been tempted, but I'm like, I can't do this. Um, Unfortunately, the real dive bars that were here before, they all, they all got gentrified. So there's some great bars, the King Eddie, the King Eddie's a famous one that Bukowski used to hang out and was like a great dive bar and it got gentrified. Um, there was a dive karaoke bar in Little Tokyo where you you could it's called Cosmo where you, you could still smoke in it because it was owner operated. Oh really? Wow. Um, which not not is yeah it's not necessarily a, a draw anymore, but it still was just because it was that kind of under the radar. Um, mm-hmm. But that it, it, so many of those places have been gentrified here, and it, that just breaks my heart because it's really hard to find a, just an honest bar. Yeah, you know, like yeah. an honest neighborhood bar. At least in my neighborhood. In my neighborhood, yeah. it is. Um, but there's a couple. There's one Tony's down the street that we go to, which is pretty kind of straightforward. Um, they still have multiple versions of a Moscow Mule, and if you have more than one version of a fucking Moscow Mule, that's a problem. But well, they... yeah, that's like it's got a name for a fucking reason. It's supposed to. <laughs> it's um. But but then we have our dives. It's a it's a cheesy cheesy sake bar. But you can get sakes for like seven dollars a glass, which is a good price for buy the glass sake. Okay. It's not cheap, but you know I I drink two or three and I'm fine. Okay. Um, so that's our dive space spot, and it's divey. It's weird. It's this weird touristy place. Like I, we have some other friends who are like they want to go and they they want they interested in sake, and I'm like you're not going to want to go where I. Can. They like, come drink sake with us, and I'm like, "There's, there's like two really expensive sake by the glass places uh-huh. close close to us. One is, I mean, they're fabulous, but it's fourteen dollars a sake, and I can't, I can't drink multiple. I, I won't do that. So I go to my little cheesy dive place where you get a lot of the people dressed in the cosplay outfits walking by, and like, <laughs> I love it. It's so great. We just sit there, do 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 do. But as far as like like just going out to a bar, like I would just want to go to a bar and I'll drink a vodka or I'll drink a rye. I like rye a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know bourbon as well. I'm, I'm getting to know bourbon, um, but the, you know, or I'll just drink a straight tequila. Like I love a straight tequila with like, oh. a little lime. Well, you must have good tequilas in uh, in Cali, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that's that's something that's easy to find is like good tequila in a bar. Mm-hmm. Like you can go in and there's a bunch of different kinds. And, uh, I'm really trying to convince good. people that Patron is shitty tequila. Wow, well, why is that an issue? Like, what do you mean? Why? Why? why what do you mean you have to convince them? They don't get it. They don't get it. They figure that all these rappers like put up to Patron, so it must be good. I'm like, no, Patron is bottom shelf tequila. It's shitty, and the bad and the bad part about it is, is like it's in the same. I don't know who came up with the bottle first, like them or Don Julio. But Don Julio is a much better tequila. That's exactly Patron. what I was going to say. If you drink Don Julio, Don Julio is, is actually it is a much better tequila. And really I don't know good who, tequila. yeah, whoever like they need to like duke it out as yeah, to say, I, look, one it, of you motherfuckers it, can't have this fucking bottle no more because I'm no, sick of it's too confusing. It's too confusing. It confuses everybody, you know. And I'm tired of people saying, "Yeah, man, we're gonna pop open some Patron." I'm like, look, Patron is like, how is that? No. 
Yeah, it's not. It's like saying you're gonna like, hey, let's get some old Milwaukee fucking beer. It's like, no, it's it, it doesn't make it. <laughs> just for nostalgia's sake, once like old Milwaukee, we don't get that here. Like we get lots of PBR and shit. But we That's don't good. PB, PBR, PBR is a classic. I love PBR. It, true. It's true. PBR is a classic. Yeah. Yes, it's piss, <laughs> but it's still a fucking classic. It's classical piss, and that's classical piss. You know, <laughs> it's classical piss. What, what? What? Um. What the fuck was I gonna ask you? I was gonna ask you something about beer. Never mind. I don't drink a lot of beer. Every once no? in a while, like my boyfriend, German, like he drinks well, he, beer. He drinks beer with like time. milk. Like that's. I remember. <laughs> I remember when we were dating, and I didn't. I didn't know much about beer, and we. <laughs> We were dating, and I think it was summer or something. And I, I, I was all excited. I went to, and I'm like, I need really good German beer. And they, they sold me this German beer, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I was so excited. And I brought it over to him. I'm like, look, and like expecting love and uh-huh. grat- love, grat- accept gratitude. me, accept um, me. Look, I got you great beer. And he just looked at me. He's like, I can't drink that. I'm like. <laughs> Like dead stone face. Not even he's German, so he doesn't fuck around. Like there's no nice. Oh. He's just like dead stone face. He's like, I don't drink that. I'm like, he's like, it's the wrong season. I was like, oh fuck you. So, uh, so, 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 like, so, so what so what so what beer so what beer does he drink? What's his beer? He's a big pilsner. He's he's a he drinks a lot of Japanese beer actually. He loves okay. uh Kieran Ichiban. Kieran, um, okay. He 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 loves that. He loved he actually he loved what else? There's a bunch of pilsners that he loves. Um, he'll love us. He'll drink a Stella. Like he he likes drinking Stella. He I likes hate Stella. Do you really? <laughs> oh God! I just I just yes, I hate it. <laughs> that's that. Yes, I hate Stella. But it's that's... okay. It's okay. He, he drinks pilsner Urquell a lot too. Mm-hmm. Um, what else does he drink? I, I don't know what German beers he drinks because he. Mainly here drinks a lot of Japanese beer. Um, okay. He drinks Sapporo. He drinks Kirin Ichiban. Um, he likes the Kirin Ichiban Black. Um, like in, in in LA, you get you you get a bunch of shit though. I mean, there's not like you're you're not you're not fiending for like different stuff from different regions. Like you can pretty much get whatever you want, right? Yeah. When it comes to like, he doesn't like he doesn't he's not really into the whole craft beer thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, because he's just I, he's very. Yeah. I, I tried. It's too much. Too much work. It's too much work. It's, too and much the work. palettes are crazy, and it's a lot. And um, he's kind of very classic. He's also yeah. the same thing. Like he, if he's gonna drink, he doesn't want shit in it. He's gonna yeah. just drink, drink it straight, and he yeah. doesn't want a lot of. And that's how he's with his beer too. He likes kind of very straightforward stuff, but he doesn't like dark beer, um, and he doesn't like IPAs. Hates IPAs. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I love a good IPA. But yeah, but but I'm the same thing with the craft beers. It's like it's getting like, like oh, there's too much shit. Like like you guys are like making this. So oh, this is like and it's 44 percent this and I'm like ah, it's, like this tastes good. Like yes. no, then move that shit over to the side. Give me the shit. Yes. That taste, give me the shit yes. that I like. That tastes good and that is it's it's straightforward. Yes, 100. percent But yeah, no, we we get. We get we get a lot of stuff from. Um, it's really easy here to get stuff from Asia, yeah. obviously. Um, so our, our Korean population, our Japanese population, is not as large as it was, probably because we interned them all. But <laughs> <laughs> probably because we put them in a fucking concentration camp. Oh just shit! Saying, FYI, but um, 
we we used to have a, a larger. We do actually have a Japanese population here. Um, we have a huge Korean population. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. huge, and that's where you can actually find some good dive bars is in K Town. Yeah, um, they they have some great like just. There's one called Toe Bang. I love it. It's called literally Toe Bang, and that's actually a really good time. Toe Bang. Wow, I love it already. Yeah. All right. I love it already. We're going I'm, to count- I'm counting down to the time I get back to LA. I, I've always wanted to get back to LA. Like you should come. Like, is your daughter gonna come? Is Madison gonna come? I don't know what she's gonna do. That that, that she's an issue. She's an issue. She's she's. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love my kids, and you know you know my my oldest son. You know my oldest son Justin, because he used to like hang yes. out like in the theater department when I was like. I know. Like rehearsing. He, you know, he he's good. He's doing this thing. He's a scientist. He's a biologist. He's a, uh, oh. um, yeah. He's like a, a lab researcher. Oh, cool. <clears throat> and actually, he like his. Where is he? Uh, he's in New York. He's a, he's a, he's here in New York and in Brooklyn. His actually his name is actually like attached to a couple of like published like research papers and shit. And awesome. so yeah, exactly. Like whatever. Like he tells me about stuff he's doing, and I look at him and like, dude, I I. Like I'm proud of you, but I have no idea what the fuck you're saying. So, you know, big up, but awesome. I have no idea what's what's going on. You know, my daughter, my daughter wants to do. I think my daughter wants to do what you're doing. You know, but she's got. Uh, if I can be critical, my daughter's got no. She's got no hustle in her. She was. She was really lovely, actually. I mean, you know, of course. Like I was well, actually impressed with. The way she reached out to me, the way she yeah. followed up, the mm-hmm. way she, you know, I was actually, I was like, well, yeah, she's John's daughter. I mean, of course she's going to be this way. I was actually yeah. very impressed. Well, well, thank you. Thank you. And I'll pass that on to her because it'll, it'll make her feel good. But she's got, she's got no hustle in her. She's got. You need a lot of hustle. Th- there's yeah. nothing in her that gets up, you know, you got to be willing to get up an hour before everybody else and, and, and get some shit done. And, and that's not in there. And. And it, it's it's one of those things where I said, like, look, like, look uh, as much as I I know people who can who are in certain spots who can do certain things, and you know maybe they can or maybe they can't help you. But the bottom line is, is like it's got to be it's got to be the effort that you put in, you know. Yeah, and, it always and, is. And yeah. if and if that's not going to be a constant, then you know I don't know what to do. You know I don't you know I don't know what to do for you. You know, but I, I think yeah. that's a lesson she needs to learn on her own. You know, like she's 20. I got two fucking grown kids. Can you believe that shit? 29 and 21. That's crazy to me. 29, 21 and a two year old. That's uh, I wasn't satisfied. Woo! My woo! life was my life wasn't complicated enough. So I said, oh, shit, let me add a fucking infant in there. It's kind of great, John, though. I mean, like, it, it's a lot, and it's a lot to get your head around, but it's kind of fabulous. Like, it's, it's, I, when I, when I saw that, that, that Miles was, like, when I thought about how old Justin was, when I sat there and thought, I'm like, wait a second, Justin was older than Miles when I knew him. Justin was already a little dude, you uh-huh. know, like, when I knew him, and I, that was multiple decades ago. Yes. So, he's got to be old now. Justin's old. And so to think about that. He's 20, he's 29. He's going to be. That's old. Yes. <laughs> You're 
already looking back with regret at 29. I am. I'm, I'm debating if I'm going to get to see this dude uh, graduate high school, you know? <laughs> you will. You will. You know? I think it's cool. He's adorable. Miles is ador like this stuff. You know, I would. Adorable. It's one of those things where, like, it's like my, my wife is younger than I am. Mm -hmm. She's significantly younger than I am. You know, she's significant. Know, What's significant? Uh, 16 years. She's 16 okay, years yeah, younger that's than significant. I am. So she didn't know if she didn't want, she didn't know if she wanted to have kids while we were, in, and I was like, okay, well, I have kids and I'm kind of like, I, I don't mind being done having kids, but I was always indifferent to the idea of having kids, you know? And when she told me she was pregnant, there was like this, this genuine joy that like came out. I was like, oh my God, you know? Which I'm glad it happened because it could have easily been, oh, fuck, you know, exactly, you know, and it, it's, it's like, like, I don't look at it as like, I'm losing time. I'm looking at like, I'm gaining an opportunity to like, to like raise another young dude. And this is, and, and he is like, he is, uh, that's, he's like on the nth degree. This this kid, like like I told you uh, before, I mean maybe I caught this before I I was smart enough to like start recording this uh, conversation, this beautiful conversation that we're having. But I think I think he's the like he's like the culmination of everything. Like he has he has all the gumption. He has all the you, you're talking about a dude that just like walks into a pool. He's not even two yet, and he just walked into and a he pool, just, like, just walks into a pool. So it, it's it's kind of like one of those things where kind of like the universe is saying, hey, you know what, you're capable of handling this, you know, but, you know, maybe maybe you weren't ready for it. So I didn't give it to you yeah. uh, the first couple of times. Yeah. But now you're ready for it. So now I'm going to now I'm going to give you this and now you're ready for it. You know, so who knows? That's very cool. That's very cool. My hat's off to any like. Well, are you not having kids? Like never? Never. There's done. I, there is no done. Like I'm all dry, dry, like dry. No womb at the end. There is no womb at the end. It is past my time. <laughs> I am like no. But seriously, no. I had the thought the other day. I literally my so my birthday was this week, and so that's why I age again. Oh, with oh, happy birthday! Shit, I had no idea. That's all right. I don't. Happy know birthday! How old? So are you? of course I'm forty-seven. Oh so, god damn, that's such a beautiful <laughs> fucking number. It's a weird number. Like it's, it's a beautiful so number. I'm 52. I'll, I'll be 52 at the end of August. So And you could say you could say I'm 38 and I would still believe you. So shut up. <laughs> oh, please, but that but but that but that holds true for you too, sister. So no, so knock it off. I like how you're lying to make friends, but it's knock okay. it so, off, especially when you're in the bar sipping down sake. So th this is true. This I, then I definitely uh de-age myself but so i'm sitting there thinking i was sitting there and we were talking about stuff and i'm like holy shit do you realize i can still get pregnant like i could still get that, that can is happen. so fucking terrifying to me like it can no. happen like, i can't even but like that's still an issue if the I... universe if, if there is like a collage of people in the universe saying hey let's see what happens if let's... kim swank gets pregnant that would not be good for anybody. That would be so fucked up. Jesus Christ. But I never wanted to have kids. Like that was the, I yeah. never You never wanted I, to, you never wanted to have kids? No, it was never ever yeah. anything. There was a glimmer 
there was a glimmer when I turned 45 and I, oh no, 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 no. It was like when I turned 42, I think. Okay. In my early forties. And I'm like, I'm like, am I going to make a choice to not experience one of the most profound things that we can experience as humans? Yeah. Yeah. And there definitely, there definitely is no fence about it. So you, yeah. you, you, you pick a side. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, because it's hard for me because I'm always like, I want to experience everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to have every experience I can on this planet. La, la, la. But I'm like, no, I, I'm okay with that. I'm good with that. I don't think I would do the child justice, you know? Well, let me phrase that. I think that the way I've chosen to live my life, right, which is, is not a good life to bring a child into. It's not a secure enough life for a child okay. the way I would want to. I know Understood. what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? Tell me. You're, children need love. Well, and- no, I'm not going to say that. I'm okay. not going to say that. Okay. What, what, okay. I, what, what I'm going to say is like, 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 number one, like if, if you recognize about that yourself, you know, mad respect to you, because unfortunately, there's a lot of people who actually feel that way, but don't act that out. And it would be better if they would would have acted that out. Number two, from what I know about you, I, I've always thought that you are the type of person that should have had children. Oh. Because I think it, that's a compliment. Thank you. It's, well, it is a compliment because I, I think there's a, you know, there's this balance we have between what the world is and what we expect the world to be mm-hmm. that needs to be walked. Mm-hmm. And certain people can't walk that line. You know, certain people like lend themselves all on one side or the other. And it's unfortunate because the thing we need to do with our children is to let them know that, hey, you know, that there's a certain way that things are that's kind of like a little bit fucked up and that you got to have to deal with it. But if you put your eyes here, you can understand that there's a, a beautiful thing happening. And if you keep your eyes here, good things are going to happen to you. And only certain people can can usher you through that. And I've always felt that you were one of those people that could usher a child through that if you if you decided to do Thank that. You. you know, Thank you. It, it, it has nothing to do with... um. Uh, you know, it has nothing to do with economics. It has nothing to do with it. It, it just has to. It has to do with your understanding of what the world is. Wow, thank you. You know, and and I've all I've always felt that if if I I have always lived my life under the impression that I cannot wait to see Kim Swank's child because that child's going to kick somebody's ass. <laughs> And that child, yeah. so yeah, that, that, that's probably, you know, and it's not, it's well, not, a, you. well, you, you, you're welcome. And, and, and it's a testament to who you are. It's a testament to who you are as a person. You know, you, you, you've stuck by your convictions and, and you've, if, if we all did that, we would all be in a different place, but not all of us can do that. And so we kind of live and I, and I, and I'm speaking for myself. I kind of live like a little bit vicariously through you. You get to do what you want to do. And, um, you know, you wake up every day and you go to bed every night being the person who you truly feel that you are mm-hmm. fully, you know, that needle, that, that needle is closer to a hundred percent than, uh, than a lot of us. And I think, and I think we can, uh, that, that me personally, I think we can learn a lot from that, you know? And so mm-hmm. having like, like having this opportunity to talk to you and having this opportunity to get back and, you know, it, maybe it took a fucking deadly virus to do it, but to realize that, <laughs> you know, that, that there are certain people that impact you in ways that you don't know that how they impact you. Mm-hmm. 
and you're one of those people, and 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 it's because of your conviction. It's because mm-hmm. of your conviction, and you didn't, and, and you didn't even. It's almost like you didn't even know. This is who you were, but you were. Driven. I still don't know. I still you don't just, know. Well, but, but, but you were almost you were almost driven to that spot, and and you didn't. I mean, you you, mm-hmm. you know, you, you said it yourself. You came to LA. You didn't know what the fuck was going on. You didn't know what you. You know, True. you know, what was the goal? I, I don't know. Make sure I get something to eat today. I, you know, I don't yes. know. And then yes. lo and behold, you become somebody who's a a a a a, a sought after artist. Um, somebody who has their own following. You know, you can make a living doing what you do and you don't have to say, you know, you don't have you, you don't owe anybody anything. You that know? is true. And that's, that's true. and that's, and that's a commendable thing. Thank and that's you. commendable, you know, and when you, when you bring it back to the thing about like, you know, if you, you just have to have children or whatnot, that child would have, that child would have learned that. That child would have learned that at an early, at an early stage that, you know what, you don't really need to, to concede anything to be who you are. You know, you got to make, you, you, you have to uh, make some adjustments. There's some shit you got to be willing to accept, but the bottom line is, you know, you can live a life and you can still be yourself. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. You, pay. you can. It's hard. And there's, there, there's, there's sacrifices and there, but yeah, thank you. I don't, I, it's not something I, I don't, I, I don't think of myself like that. Or no, you did. Because, like because that, if you but... did, if you, if you did, you wouldn't do it. If you did, if, if, if you thought about it, you wouldn't do it. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? What the, you wouldn't do that. Yeah. You know? But you're not. Like, it, it's this, it, like this is fucked up. It it <laughs> it's um it's almost innate with who you are. You know, it's entwined in you. And we and we need we need more. We actually need more people like you. That would get very loud. <laughs> loud is good. That would get very loud. I got headphones. <laughs> this shit was cheap. I, don't worry about it. If I have to tune you out for a little bit, I'll tune you out for a little all bit. All right, all right. But don't worry fair about enough, it. Fair enough. <laughs> Hey, Swank, Thank I love you. you. I appreciate you for doing this. It was fantastic talking it's to you. It's so good to see you. It's like, so it's good to so see good you to too. See you and talk to you. Listen, like, I'm, I'm going to try to do something in which I get all of us, like former, like Mizzou people, like all together, like at one time and just chat and just talk shit and just. And do you then, talk to Amy Penny? Do you have a contact with Amy Penny? That's a long story. That's okay. <laughs> That's a long story. I think I remember a, a beginning sentence. You you remember a beginning, yes. I think I I think I remember the introduction. You remember a beginning. You remember an introduction. Since then, it's it's gotten a little bit convoluted. And <sighs> yes, ma'am. She's doing Absolutely. incredibly well for herself. And no, she is. The last time that I <clears throat> like like she was, and I was very impressed with what she was. She doing is. I saw I, I saw her last year. I did. I saw her last year. I saw her last year, and and it it know it, it's nothing to do with her professionally. It has nothing to do with her artistically. You know, I think it's um. That's a long conversation. I understand. <laughs> I understand. That will be for one in the flesh. In the that's bottom. a long. Fa- yeah, and it, it needs to be. Oh my god! god. Uh, just listen. If you ever get to New York, I'm getting you. Uh, I'm. I'm I want to go you, to that bar in Hell's Kitchen. I'm getting you <laughs> shitty drunk. Yes. 
Swank, I appreciate this, babe. I love you. I love you too. It's so good to see you and talk to all you, right. John. Be well. Hey, we're gonna do okay. this again. All right. You have a great night. All right. Love you. you. Mwah. Mwah. Bye. Bye bye, babe. Few audio glitches aside, but it was all worth it. Thank you so much, Kim. Great catching up with you. Head on over to KimSwank.com if you want to check out uh, all of her work. Also at the Shockbox Gallery in uh, Hermosa Beach, California, where her work is on display. And I think they also uh, have works of uh, artists from all over the country, not just artists in California as well. But as you can tell, had a great time catching up with Kim. Hopefully we can uh, hopefully we can do this again. There's a lot to talk about, a lot to catch up on. And uh, I had a great time having this. I had a great time having this conversation. Forgive me if I'm mumbling my words. I'm a little nervous. I want to get this right. We will have another John's Lonely podcast. Thank you for supporting. We are on Anchor. It is the easiest way to get your podcast done. And there will be another John's Lonely podcast. Thank you for listening. And as always, peace.